whether or not you've got eggs. Greetings, everything. Welcome back to another episode of Cop. I'm your host, Luke. With me is Matt, muting his phone. I'm doing the same thing. Uh, phone is... Siri fucked the audio. My apologies. With me is Matt, typing away on his phone. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty swell. See any good movies lately? Um, yeah, I saw a couple. What do you see? Well, this show's not all about me, is it? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, I saw Vertigo... A couple of days ago. Hip-hop. <laughs> that's that's a hippie-hoppy one. Um, it's pretty good. I like Hitchcock. I, uh, I haven't seen that yet. But now, there was a trivia question about it. Like, what color um, is the screen when the girl does something? What color was it? Red. Nice. That was the... <laughs> that was it. It's pretty good. Uh, not as good as Rear Window... But, and also not as good as North by Northwest, and probably not as good as Psycho, but it's good. Apparently this is, like, I I went to look after, like, Sign Sound gave it, like, they said it was the best movie ever made. Vertigo? Yeah. And apparently it's, like, it was critically reappraised, like, when it came out, people were like, whatever, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And then it became, like, one of the best, as opposed to, I guess, his other films were well-received at the time, I guess, because he was popular, I think. What did they say at the time? They're like, um, like, you know, you, uh, they're like, the story is kind of flat, um, you find the mystery two-thirds of the way through, uh, the romance isn't convincing, and, like, the thing with the movie is that it's the kind of movie that has dimension, but if you don't care to really look into it, then it might just come off, like, now a little quaint. Like, it's just, like, it's, like, a it's a psychological thriller, but, like, the stuff that we do now for psychological thrillers is beyond this. Like, where, like, you know, like, if you're, like, a lynch, and then it just, it just descends into madness, and then the reality is you don't even know what's going on. Like, what's a psychological thriller aspect in this one? Well, I guess I could spoil it, because, well, no, you want to watch it. As long as you don't spoil... Shit. Is that... Another pause. One moment. Are we reviewing uh, Frankenstein or Dracula with all these cuts and splices? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can spoil uh, you can do little spoilers, but not the, you know the ultimate spoiler. What happens is I I'll just give you I'll give you this like the synopsis, which is that it's this cop who has um, a vertigo because one of his partners died after falling trying to help him up Mm -hmm. and he quits the force and then his buddy says hey investigate my wife i think she's possessed by um her great grandmother Mm. carlota valdez and he follows her around and she does weird things and goes to the museum and stares at her picture for like 30 minutes Hmm. and then that's and then it just get it gets more elaborate from there but it's not like I uh, don't think like with psychological thrillers now. I feel like you almost expect like you the the lines of reality have to be blurred. Like you don't know what's happening. Mm-hmm. At the end of this, you know what's happening. Okay, it's, it's a conclusive ending, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Do you see any other ones? Um, I watched um, I watched Koyaniskatsi with Jonathan. What's up? 
That one is like, it's no plot. It's like an experimental film where it's just shots of landscapes. Oh, and, brother. And people. <laughs> I know. And then music. Now, the music's great, and I actually think the movie's pretty good. Like, it's two hours, and, like, I thought it would feel way longer because there's no story or script or characters or anything. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. I liked it. What did you like about it? I don't know. Like, this, uh, uh, the cinematography is great. Um... I don't know what it is. He just kind of reveals, like, this dark majesty that's just all around us. I don't know. Like, when he shows people, like, when he just does a time lapse, for example, of people going through a subway. I don't know. He just adds some, some unlike, definable quality to it. The movie has, like, almost, like, like, not a surrealist feel, but it's, like, you get the sense that even though there's no words or anything that um, is said, that something is wrong with the way things are, with the world. Hmm. And apparently the, move, it, the movie says at the end that Koyaanisqatsi means life out of control. So, in what? In, what do you mean? In what language? Oh, um, it's like this language... What was it called? Um, it's like... It was like this... I can't remember what, it was, what the language was, but... It was just, like, a very niche language, like, from a small group of people. Mm. That's why Koyaanisqatsi is so weird. It's like, it doesn't look Russian or anything like that. It's just a weird word. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, I would definitely recommend that. If you can stomach, you know, a, a movie that's not like a movie. Were you guys watching it, like, intently? We were. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, Jonathan was fried. <laughs> okay, let me tell you, okay? You know? A little midnight acid, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, we were watching pretty intently. <laughs> oh god, <sighs> midnight acid, hey? You know, you know, it hits different, man. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> Jesus, how do you spell it? Uh, K O Y, and then two A's. No, no space. Yeah, that's not bad. There it is. It's actually um Coppola. It when you, the first thing you see in this movie is Coppola presents, because Coppola watched this movie apparently and was like, "Oh, this is so good." Oh really? And then it's kind of like um what he did with, well he did that with Eraserhead, didn't he? Was no. It, was it Coppola? It wasn't Coppola. It was Kubrick who watched uh, Eraserhead and he's like, "Holy shit, that's fucking amazing." I'm trying to think of Coppola did an oh no Coppola um an American Graffiti. It's like that where he's watched it and he was like, "This is good." <laughs> and then he's like, "Let's, I'll put my money into this." Yeah, because you know how he likes to throw his money around. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he just presents. Apparently, he's he thought it was amazing. I'm sure as a you know as a as a movie non neurotypical like uh, Coppola, I'm sure he did love it. All right, I'll give it a watch. It's worth the watch. This is definitely watch this with Kaylin. Ah uh, no. <laughs> I won't be doing that. Why not? Uh, she would not like that at all. Well, she, dude, she would be so over it. Two hours long? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she'd be tapped out 20 minutes in. Look, it, see, see, look at the shot under that. See, you just sometimes you get just shots of people. Yeah, I, I think I'll like it. Like, I was talking to a coworker and they were talking to me about a movie called uh, The Guilty. Or guilty, 
It's just a movie about that guy who who just spends the entirety of it inside of a police station. Do you know that one? No. And then my coworker was like, I've been meaning to watch it. My coworker was like, it kind of sucked. And I was like, well, I kind of like weird movies, so I, I might like I like this. So, you know, I'll probably like this, too. You're thinking, like, well, you know, maybe you got pleb filtered. Okay, so let me take a stab at it here and find out if it's the real deal. Yeah, I get that. It's like when you put on The Witch for your family and they just say... Did you do that? Well, I put it on for my sister and my brother and my brother's fiance and they fucking didn't like it in 10 minutes and then, like, within 10 minutes we were watching something else. I was like, damn it. Yeah, that... And just, have you... You've seen the whole movie? Yeah. I mean, do you want to watch the ending of the movie with your family? Like, with my adult siblings, yeah. Honestly, it's It's, fine. It's fine. Like, I'm hosting this uh, Halloween horror movie marathon at my place, and I was like, any movie with nudity, I should probably just veto. That's, like, all horror movies. Which which ones did you veto? Well, we're doing Evil Dead 2, The Blob, and Creepshow. Uh-huh. And I was thinking Reanimator, because that would be kingly. Dude, yeah. But there's that weird scene where he's performing cunnilingus on the girl with his severed head, and she's naked, and I'm like... We watched the Evil Dead uh, to my cabin, and then that tree scene came on where the tree sexually assaults the girl, and I, I could, a couple people were like, uh, what? <laughs> I've seen it before, I was like, oh, I know how this goes. And I was just like, shit, maybe this was a bad idea, so, yeah. <laughs> it's like, how can you watch horror and not expect, like, sex and nudity? Like, they do that in more modern horror films, too. It's all about that. It's just a staple, you know? I don't know, man. Some people are so picky about the horror movies. They'll be like, I want to watch a horror movie, but it can't have jump scares. It can't have this. So nudity, I'm sorry. Reanimator, I'd love to watch it, but... Fuck! What if we just cut it right at the end? We see all the... They all live happily ever after. I'll just see that part. Maybe. Look, admittedly, that's, like, a little much. Like, why did they have... Like, I get he's perverted. Like, okay, you know. Maybe this is a little much. But it's... It's it's exploitation, you yeah. know? This fucking big corpse comes out, and then he stabs him with green... And he has green goo. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think there's any... Nudity in The Evil Dead 2... Or I know there's none in the blob. Uh, Creepshow should be fine. But the, yeah, which blob? The second, one, the remake. <laughs> the good one. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good idea. Uh, in the blob, yeah. Well, no, but a kid gets eaten. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. If a dog dies or a kid gets eaten, that's fine. <laughs> but just no nudity. Just no nudity. Okay, fine. I don't know. I haven't seen Creepshow, so you you bet that one for me. Are you going to come for the whole, all three movies? Yeah, I got nowhere to be. Nice. I, we have one. Gabrielle's coming? Gabriel's coming? Probably. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think we have around ten people so far. Nice. Very cool. And we can all bring lawn chairs and set them up in rows. And bring a, I'll bring a couple pizza. Yeah. And I'll be good that. Yeah, should be fun. And I'm going to MC it, so I'll do, like, a little intro for the movie and stuff, too. Can you do some rapping, too? I'll rap. MC? Yeah. I say, yo, my name is Lucas, and I'm here to say, yo. Shamao. <laughs> Get up. Moving. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. Give it. Give it. <laughs> you know, speaking of horror movies with some sex in it. No, not yet. 
Okay. So, but I appreciate it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a, queen, a clean segue. You can do it after. Okay, I'll do it again. Um, last episode, I need to give an update. Last episode, we were like, we were talking about cards. We were like, let's get some cards going. We made an account for GameStop or EB Games, one or the other, and a Pokemon account. Let me just tell you, the Pokemon trading card website is terrible. Do not use it, because it just... the it, Products will go up, and then they'll be out of stock in, like, two minutes, and then they'll just get a 404 error for a day or two until they say that it's unavailable. So, the website's terrible. Um, but I did get some cards. We opened it up on stream for Maddie, gave him some codes... And uh, we pulled the Mew. Okay, boys, that's it. That's the update. We pulled the Mew. I don't know why I got this out. <laughs> the shiny Mew. The shiny... Oh, God, Matthew. Let me tell you something. <laughs> now, this Ooh. is a fucking card, that's man. Card, man. I've never opened up cards like this, so it was fun to just, like, splurge. Was that the Grail going in? Yeah. Okay. So we, we did it, boys. The Mew and the Umbreon Star, which I also got. And it's a grail for financial reasons. I hope to just pull a Charizard so I don't have to buy one. Because that's going to be really annoying. It's like either the most expensive or the second most expensive card in the set behind the Mew. But, uh, yeah. And I also got in the mail, I got these Pikachus. I'll show Matt these and I'll put these shitheads away. What? Oh, and it's like a split card. Yeah. That's deadly. Yeah, so I, I really like really like that one. And you have an ancient Mew card? Oh, yeah. This one's sealed. I need to buy an unsealed one so I can actually see it. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I remember this. Like, I feel like that was like that legendary thing on the playground. Like, you can't get an ancient Mew card, dude. That doesn't exist. Yeah. But it does exist. Yeah. What did they give that out in? Um, Just like those Detective Pikachu promos. It was just for the movie? Yeah. Oh, shit. So there probably were a couple floating around. Yeah? Yeah. Just because one kid went to the premiere, and then he had it, and then it circulated around the school. Yeah. Yeah, I had one. I forget who I got it from, but that was some trade, man. I remember that. Okay, let's put these away. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to try and get all the 25th anniversary cards. There's a McDonald's set that I have to get, but it's not too expensive to just buy the whole McDonald's set. Like, it's active now, or a past promotion? It passed. It, Caitlin and I got one. It was... McDonald's was just doing it as their Happy Meal toy. It was a pack of Pokemon cards. Uh, I think they did that in, like, July or August. Um, so, yeah, you just got this pack of four cards, and it was just all of the starters throughout all the gens, and then there was you'd get one hollow at the end. So, three non-hollows, one guaranteed hollow. The McDonald's cards are the best. They do Pokemon cards, and they do hockey cards. Do they? Yeah, they do. So they just... Honestly, they should just they should just put trading cards in Happy Meals. Those toys are getting trashed anyway. Yeah. The toys... I, I There was a certain point where I was like, okay, I don't even want to have Happy Meals anymore <laughs> just because I don't want these I want toys. This toy. Like, it's fun to... Like, it's literally made to dick around with while you eat your fries, and then you drop it on the ground and break it, and you put it in the garbage <laughs> on the way out with your fucking dirty napkin. That's what it is. I think now they let you substitute it. You can get like a little book or something like yeah, that. Yeah, a coloring book or so, yeah. stuff like that. Because they're like, okay, we need to spark some imagination here. Yeah. Who says McDonald's isn't healthy? <laughs> All right, you do your same way. You can get a book and apple slices. Speaking of sexy horror movies. <laughs> Speaking of books. 
Speaking of books, and uh, this is a book movie too. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sexy horror book movies, uh, what did, what was this movie called? Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> oh, that's my best Gary Oldman. Sometimes he's inaudible in this, I have to say. You just have bad hearing. Wow. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Well, I, to be fair, I had the subtitles on, so... Yeah, so what the hell? I didn't. I turned them off. I wouldn't have trouble hearing if I had subtitles. Shit. Maybe that was a subtitle subconsciously help with me. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, oh, well. What were you going to say about it? Uh, but the movie? Yeah, they say wait into. Uh, that's what we're reviewing this week. Yep. Yes, sir. So it's second week of horror month. We have one, technically one movie left. Um, for the month, yeah. Well, they, we're cheating. All right, let me just tell you off the bat. This movie uh, is really, really good. I think it suffers from one bad performance. I think it suffers from a weird transition of, like, plot lines. And then, um... One bad piece of makeup and a lack of an intermission. Yeah. Th- those are all the things I dislike. Other than that, I pretty much love every other aspect of this movie. You know, you think if Coppola was such a fetishist, you know, he would just put that intermission in. If he loves the th- if he loves the theater and he's gonna do some theater thing, yeah. Cause where's the intermission, bro? That's a good point. I don't know. The intermission is just straight up dead. I, I, I bet the studio said no. Maybe he was like, "Can we do this?" And that no. And he's like, "Okay, that's small price <laughs> to pay for some leeway elsewhere." Because like you know, they'd be like, "No, we don't." I, like movies haven't done intermissions in how long, right? I, people wouldn't even know what to do. I swear to God, one time. We went to a movie and it had an intermission. It wasn't at the park theater. It was like the intermission was built into the movie. And it was like a Cineplex classic. Oh, it was 2001 A Space Odyssey. That has the intermission in it? Well, it has a prelude, which is a black screen with music for about two minutes. And then I think it also has an intermission. intermission. That doesn't surprise me. But then, yeah, and then, like, I guess the... You know, the thing is, like, how, then the intermission comes on, so I was like, how long is this? Do I have time to get that popcorn? <laughs> but it'd be nice just if you can just, you know, rip a quick piss. I mean, I got a large soda, man. I'm a big boy. Yeah, I should say, like, intermission, and then at the top, like, time remaining. Yeah, minutes. I should have a timer. Yeah. Yeah. But so uh, well. Yeah, I really like this movie. It's It's so epic in its scale. It's very expensive looking. All of the effects but one are done in camera. All practical effects. All camera uh, magic tricks. The only opti- like special effects were the... Uh, I think the blue flames. Um, oh, yeah. That the, the horses cross over. And, yeah. What do you think of it? It's pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. this Dracula, it's pretty good. Um, let's just... Get it out of the way. Let's talk about the Keanu situation in this movie. Because the shot of this movie, it's just Dracula. If you guys know Dracula, he's moving to England and, you know. If you wanted to plot, look at our Nosferatu yes, review. Get out of here. Come on. You know who he is. Uh, let's talk about Keanu. Yeah. Okay? He doesn't show up. Okay? He's not here. <laughs> he's <laughs> he just ain't killing me. It's just ain't it. He just ain't killing me. Yeah. Um... He's not in the movie so much that it'll, like, be significant detriment to your enjoyment, I think. But he's so wooden. His accent sucks. Some blue inferno. (laughs) 
that's what that's a point where it's like whoa whoa wait a second <laughs> like it makes you wonder like why didn't he just cast a british man why do you need to ca- why why does it have to be keanu studio they said for keanu and- yeah he wanted like uh johnny depp at first but even well, I like i'm okay i know johnny depp can do a better english accent but even then he's american but yeah but they're just like we want a young hot guy we want a young we- hot star in our bram stoker dracula adaptation <laughs> Said in Victorian England. Uh, that, hey, they want to sell those tickets. Yeah, well, did it sell tickets? Did it make money? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't even know. Let's uh, let's fact check that right now. Because this is like, well, I don't think I don't think the teeny bopper showed up to this one, unfortunately. Probably because it was rated R. So at a budget of forty million and box office was two hundred fifteen million. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's made some bucks. Pretty good pull. Yeah, he, he's not good. He's Jonathan Harker in this. But um, he's like... I, I, I like to think that Coppola kind of knew that he wasn't the greatest in this. And because of that, he's not like the main character of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a focus on Mina and, and Dracula and a lot of the other characters pretty evenly. Yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves is in like the first half for quite a bit. And then the second half, he really just pisses off. Yeah, then he disappears for a bit. Yeah. And then he's just getting zucked on by uh, these these brides. He's just getting feasted on day in, day out. I, I love this this uh, the Dracula that's horrifying and like sexy at the same time. Yeah. Um, he really does feel like a monster in this movie. Just every aspect about him does not seem bound to this world. Like Bella Lugosi Dracula, you know that's just a guy that has some powers, right? Yeah. But this guy. Like, oh my gosh, his his breathing, they use, like, audio of, like, a, a lion kind of purring. Like, that very deep... Yeah. Like, that's how he breathes. His shadow moves on its own, which is amazing effects. Like, all the shadow yeah. work in this movie. Um, his shadow, at one point, like, it goes over a table, and then it knocks over a physical object. Um, there's just... Everything about him is is so good. He, he, there will be shots where like he'll walk around, and then other shots where he, he's just like gliding in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, all the costuming on him is so good. His when he um, when he feasts on blood, he's not a human. Like he transforms into almost into a werewolf. It's, it's like this weird wolf. It's like it's, it's, I guess it's supposed to look like a wolf, but he just looks he looks monstrous. Truly. Yeah, yeah. Just everything about him in this movie is so good, so creative. The costuming on him is like nothing you've ever seen before. Like when you think of Dracula, think of widow's peak, black hair, combed back, tux, old sort of tux and cloak. Yeah. But in this, he's like, you know, he's wearing a top hat and a cane in one scene, and the next scene he's wearing like a kimono or something. Yeah, he's he's ever changing. I don't know. And Gary Oldman in this movie is so good. He's so good. Did he get a, 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 a nominee nomination? Did he? No, did, I was asking. Uh, I have no clue. It yeah. seems it seems like a very Oscar. Actually, I don't think he did because I looked at the. I this movie didn't get like any major accolades from the Academy Awards yet. One best costume, best sound effects, best makeup. Um, would, the, would actors be listed on here? It would. So okay. that's all. That's all it got. Didn't even get. Shit. Didn't get picture, screenplay, director, nothing. Um, I guess 
if we have to excuse this as a cult movie, um, some people <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> so that means it's kind of cult, right? I think that's kind of the, the thing with all Coppola movies. And I, I think the main thing is sometimes they might seem a bit too pretentious or yeah. they might seem very long. And this is a l- very dense movie. This is like almost... This is like if they just took the book and made it into a movie and they didn't cut anything out. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Because it's like two hours long, but it it feels like three or four. I don't know if you got that same sort of... uh... It didn't feel long, like, in a bad way. Yeah. It felt like a long film, but, like, I knew what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's only... only, And I I was surprised when I started to watch it. I I mentioned to you earlier how it's only two hours and eight minutes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I read that Coppola was determined after some last debacles that we won't talk about, um, that he was de- he was he was insisting on getting it in on time and on budget, <laughs> <laughs> because you know he's got a little bit of problem with that. So that <laughs> that's maybe why the movie's tighter and not like I bet they would. I bet if if he was on his apocalypse now shit, he'd be like fucking three <laughs> hours, like you know too long yeah definitely i there but the one thing i dislike about this movie is that middle part where it becomes a story about jonathan and mina and becomes a story about dracula and mina and there's this weird part where she's like i'm gonna go marry jonathan and then in the next scene she's there marrying jonathan and it's like what happened in that voyage that time that it would take to travel that distance yeah they just skip that i'm sure their story in in the book about that voyage because Dracula comes out and he goes winds and then nothing comes of the winds I that w- that was a weird transition I thought that was gonna be a checkup but when he's like winds and he command he starts air bending yeah I was like he doesn't use that later no but Dracula's got like a he's got like a nice grab bag of powers you know oh, he can yeah. turn into a wolf or a bat guy he can turn into a literal Batman or a man bat <laughs> if you will. He can, like, uh, control people, you know, he drinks blood, he can, like, move things, he's super strong. Yeah, there's one scene that I really love where he's in wolf mode, and then he just backs into the shadows, and all you see are his eyes. Yeah. And then they shine a light on it, and then he's all rats. Rats, yeah. So he can teleport, I guess. Like, in this movie, he he fucking does it all. He's so godly that you're like, you can just stab him with a... Just turn into rats, bro. Do the rat thing again. But this isn't a comic book movie, guys. This is serious literature adapted for film, okay? Yeah. So there's no power level comparisons here. And yeah, and all the performances other than Keanu Reeves, because he's so bad, uh, are really good. Like, Anthony Hopkins shows up to play Dr. Van Helsing, and he's really good in this movie. He's, like, super flat and eccentric at the same time. Yeah. Where the funniest scene in this movie, um, like, Mina's asking him if uh, her friend, which turned into a vampire, that they had to kill uh, if she was in pain, and he's like... Yeah, she was in a lot of pain, and then we drove a stake through her heart, and now she's dead, and she's uh, peaceful. Van Helsing is great in this, and Hawkins does that great for, like, he's a, he's a very serious, he does the kind of Hawkins, very serious and erudite individual. 
And then he'll just have the scenes where he's like, he goes up to them. And he's like, I figured it out. She's, yeah. become, uh, she's become a bitch of darkness, a horror <laughs> Satan. Like he says that and they're like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> like he just has disrespectful amounts of beautiness sometimes. And he's kind of blunt about it. But this, he's, you know, you get the sense that he's been doing this for a long time. And part of the plot is that I guess he's been tracking Dracula for a long time. Well, they say that that's another small awkward thing is he's like, oh, this has been my nemesis my whole life or something. But there's never any mention of it before that. Like, we just see that he's interested in vampire bats. Like, uh, like I get the sense that it's just like, I, he's because he's Van Helsing vampire hunter. So maybe like cause Dracula's like king of the vampires. But it would be nice if they he had added something that showed that they had had history, but they just kind of treat each other like strangers. Like, Dracula doesn't really acknowledge him as, as a, you know, like, as a, can, like, as somebody on his level, or, mm-hmm. like, as a, a great rival or foe. I think he's only a rival now, like, in pop culture. Yeah, I know, I know that, like, in, in this story, like, he's just, like, an old guy, and he gives them the know-how, and then they kill the Dracula. I yeah, know, but in in subsequent adaptations he's like he's super he's, he's like super he's Abraham Lincoln vampire <laughs> except he's Van Helsing <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like his his character and this is so good like there's a scene where um this one psychiatrist because I guess this is when psychiatry was becoming a thing around that yeah. time I mean obviously they show like their mental health hospitals and they're a little worse for wear in the 1890s um, but there's this uh, doctor there who's addicted to, like, morphine or something. It's some kind of smack. Yeah. Um, he calls Van, Hel- Van Helsing for help because he was his professor to help with... Uh, what's her name? This, this yeah. lady? Lucy. Lucy. Tell about Lucy, who's a friend of Mina's who's uh, turning into a vampire and this, after this really weird scene where Dracula's, like, fucking her and drinking her blood at the same time this movie's so horny bro yeah <laughs> he, he calls Van Helsing he's like I have no idea what the fuck's happening like and Van Helsing's like alright we'll use your head so there's a bite on her neck her blood's gone where did it go and uh, the guy's like oh so something just came in drank her blood and, and just flew away and he's like yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Those kind of flippant remarks, they really make Helsing. Like, it could have just been, like, a, a a standard Hawkins-type character. And he's always great, but, like, you know, the type he plays. Mm-hmm. But they add a little spice to it by making him just that little more, I don't know, like, almost snarky like that. He's so snarky and he's just so open to yeah. to possibility. Yeah. Well, I guess as a vampire hunter, you gotta be. <laughs> But yeah, um, the effects in this movie are are really good. Some people might watch them and think that they're cheesy. That might be another thing. The thing with the effects and stuff in this movie is that it's it's extravagant, and I think it looks great yeah. because Copeland knows what he's doing. But um, and I can kind of see where some people would say like maybe it's a little overblown because sometimes there's like he has many effects going at once. Yeah, he'll have like Dracula's. Um, shadow moving independently and then he'll have a fade in and then that fade in of an eye will turn into a shot of the moon yeah and it's it's all looks good Mm -hmm. at times sometimes a little distracting when there's like so much going on in sequence Mm -hmm. like you almost like just part like this looks good like just park (laughs) it for a second wait yeah uh, but he only had two hours and eight minutes, so he had to cram all his all his fancy effects in there. But it's a very good looking film, mm-hmm. honestly. I can say 
there isn't really anything in this movie that like doesn't stick out as like particularly good move looking mm-hmm. throughout it's just consistently pretty good and yes it's extravagant he almost delves into fantasy with his imagery oh yeah where he's got like just so much going on but i think that's why it's supposed to be like that because it's supposed to be kind of theatrical mm-hmm. because it's supposed to be supposedly he wanted theater sets and the studio said fuck no that is really bizarre that he wanted to make it so minimalistic I don't know. Like, I guess he just saw, he read the book and, well, actually, I think what happened was Winona Ryder gave him the script, but then maybe he liked that, read the book, and then thought that it would just be perfect for plays, and it's not really a movie thing, so. I mean, I kind of get it, like, it's it's set in Victorian English, like, 1897 or something, so that would also, like, lend to that. Yeah. I, I like the movie as a movie. Yeah. I think it's good as that, uh, good as it is, but yeah. The one thing, though, I think in the book, I read that this whole subplot with Mina and Dracula is not in it. It's not. Yeah. Because, Key, here's the thing. And that's that's another small qualm I have. I read the book, like, a, a couple of years ago, and I enjoyed it. It's, it's Victorian writing, so... You know how people say, like, Dickens was getting paid by the word? Yeah, you kind of get that sense there. <laughs> Um, but the stuff, and I was kind of surprised because it's Bram Stoker Dracula, so I was going to thought it was going to be super faithful. Yeah. It really is, except for two things, which is one, that the Vlad the Impaler stuff, because it, there's no record that Bram Stoker actually, ins- it was inspired by him. He probably was, but, like, he's not, like, a direct inspiration. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's not in the novel, so he incorporates that into that, which is fine, because that gives way to the storyline which is where mina likes dracula mina and dracula have a thing in the book but it's not like this where it's like mina kind of loves him in this yeah and it seems like and you can chalk it up to like mind control and you know obviously dracula's it's a a demonic presence he's got powers or whatever for control but like in the book it's like he he controls her just as like a minion not to take him as his wife Mm. and not because she reminded him of his past wife she's Mm -hmm. just a lady that just another lady to pick up and then in this one it's like she kind of like loves him and jonathan at the same time and it's like a little ambiguous whether it's just she genuinely loves him or not i think yeah the first time i watched it i thought it was just all mind control but this time when i watched it i was like actually i think she just likes him because then she's like, he's like, ah, I killed your friend, and, you know, i doing all this bad shit. Also, I'm a vampire, and I'm, I'm, my soul's damned to hell. And she's like, no! And then she's like, okay, I still love you, make me a vampire. <laughs> it's like, the turnaround is so quick, you're like, okay, you know. <laughs> is this is this control, though? Like, she seemed pretty enthusiastic about it. I don't, yeah, because exactly that, and... They like they go on dates and stuff, and they're just kind of flirting and yeah. I don't see any mind control in those scenes. You know what? It's like I guess he just wanted to add that extra degree of sexuality to the film. I guess by having like this infidelity plot line in it, and I guess to show that Dracula is sexy. Yeah, it, it could be that, or they they just he wanted us to kind of sympathize with Dracula with, with Dracula. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but it found me in the film like, like I I didn't dislike Mina, but I was like, okay, you're cheating on your husband with this evil like this. He's the villain of the movie. That, right? <laughs> like, you're not supposed to do that, you know. <laughs> but the film the film does 
convey like all the sexual stuff and it's big in the book too is Um, it it's like the book like the 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 typical interpretation is that like dracula and the vampire stuff is about sex especially because it's supposed to be like victorian england where everyone's repressed and you you don't you don't you know make love before marriage and stuff Mm. like that but then dracula it's supposed to be like all about sexual repression and stuff like that supposedly that's just an interpretation but i think coppola read it and thought the same thing which is why the movie is laced with it yeah like even they have this uh scene where they kind of uh, not foreshadow but kind of said the scene where mina and lucy are just like looking at the kama sutra yeah, and they're going like, ooh, Nazi. They're like, oh, do you think man and woman could ever, like, do that? Yeah. And there's a great part in, like, the first half of the film when Jonathan is away and, mm-hmm. like, presumed alive still. Um, when, like, there's a nice juxtaposition between, like, they show Dracula and his dank castle, and then the brides come out and they're, like, I mean, they're going ham on Jonathan. Oh, and yeah. it's, like, it's, it's, like, the most sexual imagery possible. And then it goes back to, like, the London, England, and they're all dressed, and they're, like, looking at the book, and they're going, who? <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, a nice juxtaposition to show, like, uh, like the constraints of the society, and then they show, like, how out there Dracula is. I guess that's, like, the easy parallel to make, which is, like, because Dracula is so overtly, like, uh, he's so overtly seductive. Yeah. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah, that scene with him and the... The girls are, is is so crazy. Like at first, he goes into the room and there's like fog on the ground, but then like the fog becomes the sheets, and then girls just like come out of the sheets. Yeah, and then they're like sucking his blood, and then one scene he's like, there's a uh, blood coming out of his nipples, like spraying yeah. out, and they're like drinking it, and yeah. what the hell? And then Dracula comes in, he starts yelling at them, and then one girl stands up, and then it's. The girl standing up, and then there's another girl, like, coming out of her pelvis, like, upside down. Did you see that? Yeah, it was, like, like it looks, like, when they're on the bed, it just looks like they're contorting, contorting over each other. But then they get up, and then, like, that's, like, they're reminded, like, they're monstrous when she turns into, like, this hat. Like, this, she looks like something the thing got a hold of, you know? <laughs> she just gets sliced. Yeah, and um, and then Dracula feeds him like a baby. It's yeah. this movie's very dark, yeah. very very dark and sexual. And oh my God, like they have the scene where they're showing off like film for the first time. Dracula comes in, and then it's all like pornographic little short uh, movies on screen instead. Yeah. I don't know. This movie's crazy, crazy, crazy good. Yeah, Coppola's a crazy guy. Here's one bad costuming thing. The whole movie looks good. They just spray paint Keanu Reeves' hair with, like, the shitty gray spray paint to to make him look old. That was such a bad call. I don't know who passed that, but shame on you. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it doesn't look good. Um, just Keanu delete him from the movie. Like, you're really not missing much. He just like, You just need to know that he's the guy that Mina is supposed to love. That's his role in the movie. And that's all he does. <laughs> pretty much yeah um this yeah that's like yeah the the little white streak in the hair type of thing <laughs> and then like some gray stuff yeah it looks a little cool uh, did you have any notes yeah i have a couple um you know okay keanu's sucks yes winona doesn't suck but she's like mid in this movie and the discrepancy in talent that you see between hopkins and them is most apparent in that dinner scene yes 
um, then you're like, that's like, that was a bad idea for Coppola because then I was like, wow, this guy's way better at acting than those two over there. Yeah, Hopkins like, next to Winona Ryder and Keanu Reeves. blowing those guys out. Like, Winona's pretty decent in this, but, like, I, I think we, we kind of critiqued uh, Winona's last performance in uh, Heather's. Heather's. I don't know, like, she just kind of, you know, she's just a it's, she had Nothing she's been in has impressed me terribly so far, but she's, she does her role fine. But, yeah, like, I almost wish, like, maybe that movie would have been even more esteemed if it had just those, like, it had more actors of esteem doing, like, great performances. Like, who else is really good in this? Well, I mean... Okay, Oldman, uh, Van Helsing, Dracula, they're great. I mean, they're, like, they're, like, that's, like, half the movie there. But then you have, like, the Harkers who are whatever, and then you have, like, some of her fiancés. We didn't even talk about Renfield. Yeah, he's, he's good. He's decent, yeah. <laughs> I like how Dracula just kills him when he's like, <laughs> he told me and then he's like, no, and then he just slams his head into the cell door and then he's dead. Uh, Renfield, they did him dirty. R.I.P. Renfield, man. I like when Renfield was like, I was just pretending I'm not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Please let me the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh my god, that stuff was good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They just, those vampires, they just don't like to give their minions that immortality they no. promise, eh? They just don't. They really don't want to. Like, uh, what we do in the show? Yeah, shadows. but he's like, uh, you know, I've been working for you for three years now, and he's like, be gone. <laughs> Leave. Um, yeah, I mean, who else is great in this movie? Mm, I don't just like, great? No, but everyone else is good. Everyone else is solid, but it's just the fact that you have Keanu so bad, like, apparently he's legendarily bad. Like, people voted his accent, like, one of the worst movie accents ever. Yeah. And you have Winona, she's okay. And then you just see Hopkins, and you see Gary Oldman interacting with these characters. And you're like, these guys know what's up. These guys are so above you. Yeah, this is actually, like, a, a legendary performance for me, for Gary Oldman. Yeah, it's great. It, he, the fact that he didn't get nominated is kind of criminal. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Like, his accent never slips. Yeah. That I can tell. Maybe an accent expert would watch this movie and find some things, but it it never slips. He did training to, like, put his voice down an octave, and he can speak very low in this. Yeah. And just, he does, like, these creepy laughs, and he's always so sinister, and, like... How did Jonathan even stay in that castle for a day, man? I'd see Dracula be like, you're a villain. He saw, so, he saw like, about 25 sus things and was like, maybe I'll stick around. Then sometimes he's like, okay, I gotta go. But, like, bro, bro, bro. Have you seen Dracula before or no? Yeah, and you know what? Goldman is good. And he does, like, a bunch of different characters in this. He does, like, classic Dracula going, uh, uh, uh. Yep. And then he does, like, the suave prince. Yep. And then he does monsters, yeah. and he does it well. And I guess that's him in that makeup, all that makeup. Yeah, yeah, that that's him. Um, like even when he's in wolf mode, you mean? Yeah. P- pretty sure that's him. Yeah. Uh, the the makeup took some time to do, and even when he's like old mode with that big poofy white hair, I mean that's crazy, crazy ass makeup. Like it looks like there's veins in it and stuff yeah. too. It's like multi layered nuts. It's very good. The production value in this is it's great, and you kind of expect that from Coppola because he just likes to spend a lot of money. But yeah, it's a great looking film. It feels authentic. It, it gave me the same vibe as when we watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood the other day, and I was like, man, when are we gonna see like a movie about the sixties that is this? 
expensive looking. That Tarantino said that's his epic, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's just those guys who just love the movies. They know. They know, man. Those obsessives. Really, really good. Um, just with a few flaws for me to make it a, a perfect movie. Yeah, there's like a couple of things. It, it, it's definitely like, this is a movie that I didn't expect to want to rewatch. Mm. Because I, I thought this is like, y- you think this is the kind of slower paced, like epic movie that you watch once and you get it. And like, you know, it's actually not that fun to revisit. But there's a lot that I would like to come back to see in this movie. Mm-hmm. The imagery is just as so vivid and it's and consistent, it's good performances. We didn't even talk about the screenplay. It's not by Coppola, but it's solid. It's pretty damn good. Yeah, he was just given the script. Yeah, he apparently he read it and liked it, I guess. But yeah, or the score. We didn't talk about how good the score is. Oh, yeah, either. good music. Who scores this? Good question. Um, soundtrack is by. You're free to pronounce it. Wojak, Wojak killer. Uh, click on it. I need to see. I need to see what he's done. Uh, is there a? Wait, scroll up. Scroll up a little. Uh, he did. Uh, a lot of foreign stuff. Yeah. And a movie about John Paul II. Well, it's authentic. He even got a European man to score this a Polish one. And the soundtrack is so large, just like everything else in this movie, and it matches it super well. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's good stuff. It just... He really nails, like, with the music and the ambience, everything, like, that gothic horror. Oh, yeah. Know? Like, that, that kind of horror of antiquity, yeah. Like, this movie isn't a, a horror movie in that, like, no one's gonna watch this and be scared. Yeah, there, and there's no... Maybe there's a couple jump scares in it, but it's not a, it's not a scary movie. Unless no. you're, uh, like... A, in still in elementary school yeah they're like it's it's classic horror where it's yeah. just like it, it's just like i guess shit changes um but people would read this in the day and they'd be scared by it i guess but it's just like horrifying things like a dracula do you want to be in a room with him no no he's a scary guy yeah. he can turn into stuff i don't know he's but you're not gonna my neck kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you're not going to watch us and, like, look over your shoulder for Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. That's about my piece on the film. Uh, yeah, I'd say this movie is pretty good. Oh, yeah. I need to... If I see it, I'll definitely pick it up for sure. Now, is it time for bags? You tell me. Let's hit those bags. Also, that uh, that costume's cool. His night costume. Yeah. So good. So good. There's no way they were wearing that in the 1400s. No. And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> it, it, like would Dracula be wearing, like, kimonos? Like, no, no fucking way. Yeah, it, or, like, styling his hair in big, poofy, white waves. But it's just... It just looks cool. So yeah. So, just do it. Yeah. Um, I'll give this bags. I'll give this four out of five bags of popcorn. Yeah. That's basically what I would feel, too. Like, nine out of ten. There's just... Keanu, I can't, I can't. Like, that's such a fuck up. Like, how did Coppola, like, not go, like, guys, like, come on. Like, this guy can't fucking act. He's, yeah, he's not, um... He's just wide-eyed, blank stare. There's nothing, nothing going on in his stupid little head in this movie. Yeah, even, like, he has, he, he can't do, uh, vague emotions. Like, he's in Dracula's castle, and he's so bad at acting, it just seems like he's unfazed by any crazy thing that he sees. Yeah, he's just, there's no nuance at all. It's just, what? Or, like, 
out of here. Or, Mina. <laughs> That's it. Like, he's shaving, and then he sees Dracula climbing down the side of the building, and he's like, uh, okay. I, That's strange. I would have, I would have hopped out the window next. Like, no <laughs> fucking way. Like, he crawls off like a centipede, okay? Like, it's so disgusting, and he's just like, uh... Okay. Oh, that's weird. Ah, strange. That's just nothing to consider myself with. Hmm. <laughs> like you, you need to act a bit better. Someone in that situation would be uh, shitting their pants, bro. Yeah, you know. I mean, you know what? He look. He didn't show up for this, but Matrix Resurrections. You know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Could be cool. We'll review that when it comes up for sure. Mm, no well maybe maybe we'll uh just give it a quick review all right because we did dracula quick bonus let's give bags to what we do in what we do in the shadows okay sure uh, i'm giving it three out of five bags of popcorn i'm giving it a big grud i'll give it six out of ten i liked this movie a lot the first time i saw it and then matthew and i rewatched it recently and i there's a point where i was like hmm Funny enough, I liked it more because the first time I watched it, I I stopped watching after like an hour because I was like, that's not for me. That was like, that was some years ago. Now I enjoyed it, but like, as Luke said, you kind of wish it was a little bit, like, it's funny, but it's not that funny. It's not that funny, and I wish, maybe it's just because I've seen it so recently, and uh, so I'm not laughing at the jokes as hard, but... I kind of wish that it would get scary at at some points. Yeah, like you wish it was more horror. Co- like this is like horror comedy, but big comedy, and like the horror is the theme. There's not a real. You no one's gonna get scared by this movie. Like uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, it's like it's Army of Darkness should have been a more Evil Dead too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would have been the nice balance. That's like yeah. I don't know. Because sometimes they just. And most of their jokes are just kind of uh, quickie, or uh, not quickie, um, qu- uh, quippy, quippy, like sarcastic banter. Yeah. And sometimes that just gets a little cringe for me. I guess that's that kiwi humor, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, probably six out of ten. Um, but all the, you know, I like seeing all the Dracula jokes and especially the ones that tie into the Dracula movie that we just saw where um what's his name it's not Vlad it's uh who's uh the Vlad ripoff and what we do in the shadows what's his character's name uh, is, so, it, is it not Vladislav is it Vladislav I think it's what it is either that or they slightly alter but it's like it's, basically yeah. Vlad um where he's in the window and he's like see yeah, like, he did, like Dracula does in this movie with me, and he's like, see me, and then they don't answer, and he knocks on the door. <laughs> and the, and the, when he shows up to the dinner scene, he shows up with the, the poofy hair that yeah. Dracula does in this so they, movie. So they do a couple of spoofs, I guess, because this is a, a pretty classic film at this point, but yeah. And then what was um, their Orlock ripoff? What was his name? Oh, Peter. Peter's basically <laughs> Orlock. And Peter's so funny. I wish he was in the movie more. Yeah, they kill him off too yeah, soon. Spoilers. Yeah. They kill him off halfway through the movie. I was like, no, what are you doing? I wish we got more of Th- him. That was that was a good gag. Like, just like, he doesn't say anything. He he looks insane. They keep him in the basement. They just throw him chickens to eat. Like, they let... <laughs> well, who, who's the, was it Nick? 
the the peon in this movie the yeah buddy yeah yeah like nick gets out and then he just tackles him from the darkness <laughs> like that was like the one like almost scary moment yes. in this was when peter just came out of nowhere and you're like oh my god well yeah that whole scene was kind of like he's running around the house yeah. and then like the house is seemingly a never-ending maze and everyone's and just like, like chasing they're him. popping out yeah but then like they put like they put like fucking like looney tunes <laughs> music <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly they put like the music you think like when scooby-doo they go in and out the doors and then they run and then they're chasing the monster and they go oh why and they turn around <laughs> yeah yeah i wish he was in the he like his uh basement's all bloodied and he's in this old stone coffin this, yeah I, they could have done some more jokes and scary moments with them for sure yeah um it's definitely like i would rewatch it but it's not like a classic. It's like a good mm. Halloween, you know, watch. Yeah. It's a good, yeah. And the whole thing with them, they're building up with the Vlad and the Beast. I kind of wish that they had some sort of epic, <laughs> a gothic horror fight scene. See, that's your problem with the movie in a shell is like, they're like, they allude to this battle with the Beast and you think it's going to be some Lovecraftian monster, but it's his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. I kind of would just like to see the cool shit, you know? I know, I know. It, it's like, that joke works after you build it up, but then it's like, oh, then we have to deal with the aftermath. Can we get that monster? Can we still get that, though? Or, yeah. Yeah, just... I, apparently, you told me they're making a sequel, so maybe they'll do something... There was a sequel in development, I know. I don't know if it's still in development, called We're Wolves, which is supposed to, supposed to be about the wolves. Uh, maybe Taika's too busy now that he had the big time. Because this was 2014. This was, like, before Taika was huge after he did... Uh, I guess Thor Ragnarok was when he really struck it big. Yeah, Werewolves. Oh, there's an update in 2020. It's been a long six years since what, Taika Waititi's movie. Yeah, the movie's seven years old now. Um, I text Taika, like, once or twice a year asking, what's happening with Werewolves? When are we doing it? Unfortunately, they're both just super busy, hmm. so there would be no. So it's there's not been happening. No real movement on the movie. Oh, I see. Hmm. Well, I like. I'd like to see this come out, and I'll watch it if it ever comes out. What's Thor: Love and Thunder? Is that's, that that's the new Thor? Come oh, is out. it? That's Thor four with the the Guardians. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Do you have high hopes for that? Uh no. I don't actually. I do. You have high hopes for that. Could be good. So that's so. So you're gonna put your Marvel boycott on hold for that one. Yeah, I'll check that one out. Yeah, you're gonna check out Shang Chi too. No, I don't think so. How about new Spider Man? Yes. How about uh, Black Widow? No, it's on Disney Plus now. No, I will not be doing that ever. I don't think that's understandable. Anything new with you? I saw. (laughs) I'm not gonna do it again. It's not Dracula? It's not Dracula. Nothing particularly new. Saw some good movies this week, though, so living a blessed life. What are we doing next week, by the way? Uh, you can pick. Alright, let's see. Well, let's see the... Jeez. Well, okay, I already know them. Yeah. Um, let's do... Let me ask you something, Lucas. Do you like Huey Lewis in the news? Love them. Their early stuff was a little too new wave for my taste. Yeah, we're doing American Psycho. We can do that. That'd be fun. That's that's one of the two movies that we have on deck, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll do American Psycho. 
Uh, that one's like not like a Halloween. <laughs> He's got it right there. Four is where they really came into their own as a band. Sonically. <laughs> Sonically and artistically. That one's good. It's not like a it's traditional Halloween pick, but it's I'd say it's it's probably a little scarier than Dracula. You know what? The ending is a little scary. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about the ending, because I think you and I basically come to a conclusion on it. Yes. And see, this is what I mean with, like, a psychological sort of, like, in a modern sense, this is what you think. Where you're yeah. like, well, what's going on? But then yeah. Vertigo is just like, no, this is what happens. And you're like, oh, okay. Where you have, like, a narrator you can't really trust. And yeah. the visuals don't make sense. But I guess Vertigo is a psychological thriller in that he has Vertigo and he's suffering from it, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's, like... That's, like, a part of it, yeah. There's, like, some trickery involved, but the the point is, like, it's just, like, straight. Like, it's just... It happens. And then, like, there's... The, everything is explained at the end, is what I should say. Yeah. Like, it's, like, if American Psycho was, like, actually, Patrick is totally insane, and all the murders were in his head. <laughs> the end. And then, like, the movie ends. Yeah. It's not as satisfying. You know? Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that one. We've talked about it a lot, so we can just talk about it and that be it no more <laughs> no american. more american psycho references no more it's done no more cool it with the anti-semitic remarks <laughs> no I'm just more. a happy camper <laughs> rocking and rolling <laughs> trying to think of more I, you know try getting reservations at dorsey and now you stupid bastards uh, hey, Paul! Paul Allen's card, we'll keep that one, though. That's in classic. Impressive, very nice. Great overnight bag. This, I just have to know where you got this it. This movie is just... Look, we're gonna review it next week, but it, this movie is fucking funny. Okay, yeah. this movie is fucking funny. That's why it's so quotable. All the quotable stuff is just the funny stuff in this movie. <laughs> and Patrick just is ridiculous shit. It's good. I think the first time I watched it, I didn't think it was funny at all. It's like one of those things where, like, you kind of have to feel it out. You're like, what kind of movie is this? Yeah. But then, like, then you know, like, the movie is taking the piss. Yeah. I think I watched it for the first time in grade 10 or 11. Yeah. And um, I I lent it to T-Bays. And... T-Bays? Yeah. Damn. And what happened to it? I just... I remember... He was kind of buddy with me. He was kind of a cool guy. Uh, Two days? Yeah. Yeah. And he would just... He was just like... I talked about the movie, I think, to Miss... Uh, I'm not going to dox anyone. Uh, to um, <laughs> the psychology teacher. Yeah, yeah. I, I talked to him about it, and then he's like, can I borrow that? And I was like, sure. And I was already pirating movies. At, <laughs> I, not pirating movies. What? I was already... Careful. Ripping... Watch yourself, <laughs> Of, uh, he's already I'm, going down to the blockbuster to get his legitimate legal copies of the film. Yes, watch sir. Always. Yes, sir. Uh, so I lent him my Blu-ray copy, or my copy that I ripped from my Blu-ray, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, I think he liked it. But yeah, uh, when I watched it at first, I did not think it was funny. I was just like, "Whoa, this guy's crazy. This guy's nutty." And I don't understand the ending at all. And I probably did like a YouTube explain. <laughs> I you okay before you guys listen to the next episode please go on a YouTube explained for American Psycho um, <laughs> because I don't want to have to explain it to you okay and then I'll just I'll lay it all bare but the recently when I've watched it I was like man this is really funny and it's way more horrifying than I originally thought like there's a lot of horror moments yeah like there there is some scary stuff and there's n- nothing like 
you know, you're not going to be, like, uh, checking the shower curtain, you know, the next morning after watching American Psycho, probably. But, mm-hmm. like, the, what's horrifying is just the uncertainty in the movie. That's what it is. All right, they got to wait till next week for... Yeah, we're just going <laughs> to slap that, this last five minutes onto the start of the episode. There's our intro. Anything else? You learned any bass songs recently? Uh, recently, no, I'm still working on some old stuff. I will get to Murder of the Universe very soon, though. I will try to learn that by the end of the month. What are you learning? Uh, right now, I'm just looking... Well, I'm doing some Stevie Wonder stuff. Um, he has bass? In his songs, yeah. I've ne- I've always noticed the synth and stuff. He he either does... For his stuff, he either gets a bass guitarist, mm-hmm. or he'll just do keyboard bass. Okay. But it's fun to do the keyboard bass parts, because they sound a little different, and you're like, hey, uh... Okay. And sometimes, yeah, he just does it all himself with keyboards and then the drums, but... Right now, yeah, I'm still working on I Wish. That's a good one. Um... Superstition's baseline is is decent, but it's like not like the it's not the melody like not the but dum 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 yeah it's not that unfortunately, mm. and I won't even get to Sir Duke because it's too fast. Like I need to be you need to be experienced. Like when he goes, yeah, it's just too much. Like I looked at the task for it, like the first minute you're like, oh, I could play this, and then it gets to the horn part, and you're like, what the fuck. <laughs> Like, I looked at that, and I was like, that's that's two years away. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Yeah. Are you doing sheet music, or what are you doing? No, I just read tabs. Um, people said, like, you should learn sheet music, but, you know, I was talking to our buddy Andrew, and I was, and he's like, I don't read music. I just look up tabs of cool songs and play them. And I was like, I think that's the way to do it. That keeps it fun. How, what, what, are, what are tabs? So, like, sheet music, it's, like, you read it, and it's, like, A. And then yep. you go on the bass, and you have to find A, and there's a couple different A's. Yeah. Tabs are just, like, this is the sixth fret on the second string. So, it's, like, number six. Yeah. Boom. Play that. So, it's just, like, very... It's just saying, here's where you put your fingers. And how is it organized? So, like, it will just say... Is it like? Is it yes. does it resemble sheet music at all? It, or? it does resemble because you'll have the four you'll have four lines across the sheet. Yep. But that's just to represent the four strings. Mm. And then, for example, on the top string, it'll say six, and then you play six, the sixth fret. And then on the second string, it'll say three, and then you do that. Uh, so it's just giving you the order. Yeah. It's just, and then you have to actually learn how long you have to play each note. Well, or, uh, well, then then there's like tabs that are like they have like the sheet music underneath. And then mm. what I do is, like, I don't read the notes, but I read what the notes are. So if they're quarter notes, okay. they're like, do, 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's just the whole another you hold it for four. But I'm not going to bother. Like, I, I, I know how to read sheet music. Like, I know that that is F from when I learned piano as a kid. Yeah. But, like, then you, when you have to translate it to the fretboard, like, it's taking too long. I just go to the task. Well, yeah, because you you, that's not muscle memory yet. Yeah, exactly. But once it will be, yeah. Uh, then I'm sure you'll just be reading sheet music. Yeah. Yeah. How how do does your hands will cramp up a lot or no? No, they did at first, which was annoying. But you notice your endurance gets better. Like you can you play like eight notes and you're like like eight quarter notes and you're like whew to start and then after that it's like nothing. So okay. I, so I guess my hands are a little stronger now or my fingers at least. Nice. Yeah. Let me show you something to end off the show here. Okay. I don't know what I'm gonna show you, but. I'll find something. Uh, Let's see something cool. Something Let's see cool? Lucas Newstetter's uh, captures folder. All right. 
Um, I don't think that was that cool. Let's try this. You should sl- you should put some TF two clips onto the cop post, like the TF two uh, clip of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is this this is the killer? You a oh, sniper battle? Yeah. yeah. That goes into the yeah. I mean, you're gonna have to run it through the social media media manager, but maybe she'll be lenient. Was this one cool? Let's try it out. Well, we're almost gonna hit two thousand um, streams streams soon, so I'll do another Instagram post. Oh yeah, I remember the last TF two one where uh, you had uh, was it RoboSpeak you had on it? Like it was Texas yeah. Speak. Yeah, yeah, that's classic. Okay, these are kind of sucky clips. I apologize. Oh, dude. I I like that sniper battle. What is this? This is a little bit of... Um, pyro. Pyro? Pyrotechnics. Oh, yeah, just three scouts pyro. obliterated. Back, back in my day, they just called them arsonists. <laughs> <laughs> back in my day, Twitch streaming was a urinary problem. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to end the show, I think. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah.